Hello and welcome back to The Daily Royal, a podcast that covers the daily events of all the European royal families. Today, we're going to be talking about all of the events from Tuesday, September 15th of 2020. And I have to say, this is possibly one of my favorite days so far of the year. Um, And so I am really excited about this episode. Um, So we're going to get right into it with the Belgian royal family. Today, Queen Mathilde visited a community center that is actually a recipient of funds from the Queen Mathilde Foundation, um, which means that the organization that is founded in Mathilde's name um, has granted some funding money to this community center for some of the programs that they carry out. Um, And so she was able to go to the community center, visit with staff, as well as some of the Um, younger participants in the programs at the center. Um, So she was experiencing things like um, their garden that they had. There's some music. um, Because I think the Queen Mathilde Foundation kind of focuses on um, music therapy in a way, kind of. Like not traditional music therapy, but like music is a way for people to feel better. Um, and so I think that's something that her progr- her foundation focuses on, I think. Um, and so she was there and just kind of hanging out with these kids and spending time with them. Um, it was really great. Um, again, she did my favorite thing in the world with the matching mask to her shirt, um, which I just love. Like, I think it's so cool. I have... Um, now I have colored, um, medical masks that I wear just because I feel safer doing that. So I'm wearing medical masks right now. Um, like the surgical three, three layer kind of medical masks and they're different colors. And I, (laughs) I will sometimes be like, oh, which one looks best with my outfit and go with that one. Um, just because like, why not? Since we should be wearing them anyway. Um, so yeah, that, that's always fun. Um, so that was her event. And then later on in the day, the Belgian monarchy social media pages um, shared some photos as well as some video, although I haven't been able to find the original link for the videos. Um, once I do, I'll have them up on the website um, next week for you all to take a look. But these photos and videos are from um, Princess Elizabeth, or I guess she's the Duchess of Brabant, as she's the heir to the throne. Um, So we talked about, you know, at some point this year that she would be doing training at the military academy for a year. Um, But before, so that has officially started, but before, like, the sitting in classes and, like, officer training can really begin, um, she has to go through what I as an American consider like basic training or boot camp. So that's what they're doing right now in um, that class of students. Um, And so someone from the royal household went and took pictures and videos of Elizabeth at this like boot camp situation. Um, 
I think that's really cool. It's a really good foray into her official status, yes, but like her upcoming working as the heir to the throne responsibilities that will show up soon. Um, you know, presumably she'll finish this, she'll go off to a, a university somewhere, um, pursue a further degree, but in the meantime, she will start taking on some responsibilities. Um, and so I think this was just like a really good introduction. Plus, of course, like everyone loves, um, the younger generation of royals. And so I think this is just like good timing. Um, so it was really cool. It's very, it's just bizarre to see, you know, we saw her in July on National Day and like to see her now in full military gear, it's very cool. Um, and just like cannot wait, can wait, will happily wait, but like I am very excited for this future of the crowns in Europe because they're all going to be most of them. Most of them are going to be women. And I think that is so cool. I cannot wait for that. But yes, I can because a lot of them are still very young. Um, so it was just like a really cool foray into that. You know, you saw her learning like how to camouflage her face. It's just, it was perfect. Um, like I said, as soon as I can find the original videos that way I'm not stealing from someone else who came by them um I will have them linked on the website in the Belgian weekend review post that goes up um on Monday so you will see that then um but for now we're gonna go ahead and move on to the British royal family The Duchess of Cambridge is back. She kind of made a soft appearance yesterday, but today she was full on back. So she and William, the Duke of Cambridge, went, um, they were visiting a couple of neighborhoods in London where they um, went to see different types of organizations, businesses, religious organizations that all have done something to pitch in during the quarantine time. Um, so they have, um, they went first to the London Bridge Center for Jobs, which has been continuously helping people find new kind of work as people are losing their jobs due to COVID or help them find resources for, um, you know, what to do in a situation when COVID is just, like, destroying our livelihoods. Um, and so they have been open through the pandemic and have really just been supporting their consumers of their organization. Um, next, they visited a, a mosque and Muslim center that has been doing um, hot food delivery, medic, um, pharmacy delivery, um, general supplies, you know, things like toilet paper, um, to the most vulnerable population. Um, so 
they did that. And then my favorite event, and I hate saying that because like the other two were so important, but they didn't, Will and Kate didn't interact a lot during that. And so at the next event, they went to a, um, like, I guess a famous bakery that limited its hours during COVID. So like they could be safe and keep their space clean and just be like really responsible. Um, and then they also did a lot of like donation of their food items or their food goods um, during the pandemic. And but like the best part was that Will and Kate got in the kitchen and made it said bagels, but they looked like rolls, but maybe then they were turned into bagels. I don't know. Um, and like it was just so fun and so interactive. And this is what I have missed, right? Like this is what. I have missed seeing. Um, and so it was really exciting to have her back, have them back together, have this engagement. Um, you know, it, it's what was happening at the beginning of the year and then COVID and now pff, here we are, you know. <laughs> um, so that was a really, really exciting event. But the only event event with um, Royals in attendance. Um, there was, it was also the 80th anniversary today of the Battle of Britain, um, which happened after the Blitz, um, which is when the Nazis just pounded the UK with bombs, um, including hitting Buckingham Palace with a one or two bombs. Um, and so then the Battle of Britain became, became a thing, um, and today was the 80th anniversary of that. So every royal family member was um, talking about it on social media, but there were no events in correlation to it. Um, so that was the big other thing that happened today in the British royal family. We are skipping Denmark. They are the only royal family that didn't have anything today. Makes me a little sad. I would have loved for this to have been like a full podcast. Um, because like I said, I'm really excited about today. So I'm a little sad that they didn't have anything, but I think we'll see them a little bit more through the rest of the week. I can't remember though. Um, but so with that, we're going to move on to the Netherlands. Day, Budget Day, etc. in the Netherlands. It has a lot of different names, but it all means that it's the official opening of the state government for the year. Um, so we saw this last week in Sweden with the opening of the Swedish Parliament or the Swedish Riksdag. Um, this is kind of the same thing, um, except it's a lot more formal which is great um, because there's so much more, usually there's so much more pomp and circumstance. Now, usually this involves the golden carriage, which is just a beauty to be seen. Um, I mean, it's just, it's amazing. Maxima always like wears these amazing dresses. I don't think today was an exception. Like I loved her dress today, but it's, they go, usually it's held in, 
It's held in a different location. I don't know where it's normally held, but today it was held in a different location to allow for more spread outness because that's what we need right now. Um, so like I said, they usually arrive by golden carriage. This year they arrived by a car. Um, there are usually other events, um, like a balcony appearance and like that can't happen right now. Um, so it was different, but it was still really cool that they found a way to have something kind of traditional come out of this. Um, so what happens? So they get there in their car this year, they go, they sit on these amazing thrones. Um, it, it's amazing. I love, I love events like this. Like I love the British state opening of parliament, um, because that's just as regal, except it's even more so because usually Queen Elizabeth has a tiara or a crown on. It's amazing. Um, but this is, this is really great too. So they sit on these insanely large thrones, which of course they're large, they're thrones. Um, and then King Willem Alexander will read, um, like he prepares a speech and gives the speech and it highlights on some of the goals for the upcoming session of government, um, as well as a lot of the budget and where the money goes. And um, so he talked about, you know, money going to infrastructure, infrastructure and things like that. Um, but he touched on a lot of things in this speech that I, I've watched it in Dutch, but I don't know more than three words in Dutch. Um, and they all have to do with royalty. Like, I don't know real words. I know royal words. Um, so he, of course, spoke about the pandemic, because how can you not? Um, he talked about things like climate change. Um, and then what surprised me the most when I was reading the English ver version of the speech is he actually talked about, like, institutionalized racism in their country. And he talked about how people in a different, with different color skin tones are somehow treated less. And it's not that he was being political, like, because he wasn't. Because, again, this is, like, basic human knowledge that everyone deserves to be treated the same. Um... And so he touched on that. And I thought that was, like, really powerful. And he touched on climate change. And again, remember, I'm looking at this through the lens of an American who, right now, my country is getting beat on with a hurricane. The whole entire West Coast of the U.S. is on fire. And we just had everywhere just had a record-breaking summer. Like, it was so hot everywhere. Um, and there's a huge discussion around climate change right now where I'm from. And somehow that is also being turned political because some people think it's a hoax. And I just think for, like, the king of the Netherlands to talk about these things in a speech to the governing body is so important and such a profound awareness of what people need 
And maybe it's not so much that they need that in his country, but, like, I, as an American, am looking for something like that. And I luckily watch Seven Royal Families, so I get that elsewhere. Um, But my leaders, all of them, really, are not doing a great job of making this not an argument. Everything's a fight. Whether you wear a face mask or not is a fight. And so, like, I just think, like, that's, it shows a profound awareness of Willem Alexander, of what people need to hear right now. Um, I talked about this yesterday. Pandemics are scary. We don't know why they're happening. We're, if you're still, you know, following certain guidelines, we're still pretty much at home 90% of the time. Um, and we're going a little crazy. Like, we're, we're having a hard time. Um... And so I just think, like, he touched on things that were so important to every every person. Um, and I wish... So I... I, of course, knew about all these royal families when I started this podcast. Otherwise, I wouldn't have started this podcast. But there were some that I followed more closely than others when I started. Um, and I didn't follow the Dutch royals super closely. And so, like, I'm contemplating going back and, like, watching some of these other speeches and reading them um, just to hear what he has said in the past years and what kinds of things were being faced then and if he addressed them in a, in a certain way. Um, so, a very exciting day. Again, this day has just been, like, amazing. Um, I don't know how many times I can say that. I'm going to keep saying it because it was a great day. Um, so, that was what was going on in the Netherlands. A very scaled down Prince's Day, but it was amazing nonetheless. So we are now going to move right on into Norway. Prince Akun is continuing his tour of the six counties. Um, so it, by my count, he's done three or maybe four. Um, I don't know if his events a week ago with the church um, were part of this. So this is either his third or his fourth county. Um, and today, this was not on the calendar. I checked it yesterday. It was a complete surprise to me that Crown Princess Metamarit was actually with him. And it looks like she's going to be with him tomorrow, too. Um, so that was a very fun, like, addition to the calendar. Um, again, just, like, a wonderful surprise because they have not done an engagement together in a really long time. We just saw them a couple weeks ago at their son's confirmation, but, like, that's a family event. Of course she was there, like, but you have not seen them together, like, all year. So, again, something really great to... See, you know, we got a couple pictures in quarantine, but for the most part, didn't see them together. So, just like I was really excited when Frederick and Mary were together for the first time all year doing an event, this was very exciting. Um, and so, the they visited the, I think this is the county of Christiansund, 
And the focus of the, the topic of the visit was really focused on education. So with that, they visited a primary school where, of course, the topic of conversation was the adapting to change from, um, you know, finishing out the school year in home learning to now being back to in-person classes with all these different restrictions and how kids are adapting and how teachers are adapting and um, just like a really good discussion on adaptability. Um, And then they also visited a testing site for Christensen. Um, And again, this is to talk to employees and learn about their day-to-day and just provide general encouragement because that job, being someone doing the testing, has got to be so challenging day in and day out. You're coming into contact with people who might have COVID every day. You... I I mean... And... The people who are coming to get tested are not having the best days of their life. They don't feel good. They don't know what they have. Now they're concerned they have a virus that's, like, killing many, many, many people. Like, it's scary. Um, And so to just have that uplifting and encouragement, I think, is just really, really important. Um, So that was their day. It was fantastic. I'm really excited about tomorrow. Um... I just feel like things are are picking up, which is what we we needed, um, what I needed, and yeah, it was just really great to see Metamarit out, and um, you know you don't see that very often, so like it's very exciting. Um, and so with that, we are going to move on to the Spanish royal family. We are now getting into the real reason why I love this day before all the other really exciting stuff happened. Um, Today, there's like a royal trifecta of anniversaries, and that starts in Spain, and the rest of them are in Sweden. So today was Queen Letizia's 48th birthday. Um, She actually did not have a public agenda today, so while in Spain... Spain is lovely in many ways, and their royal family is great in many, many ways. The one way that they are the worst is they never release pictures. We got new official pictures of the family in February, which was great. But before that, we hadn't had official pictures of Felipe or Letizia since 2010. You don't get official pictures. There was one official picture for their 10th anniversary in 14. Like, there aren't official pictures of anybody except Felipe. Which, I get it, he's the monarch, but still, give us some pictures, please. Can we please have some pictures? Um, so, no picture release or anything like that, but I still think it's important to mention that it was her birthday. Um, and then, so, like I said, she had no public engagements, but Felipe did have, um, two audiences 
with the heads of governments of Galicia and the Basque country, who were both recently re-elected to their positions. Okay, recently means they were elected in, like, June. But that's okay. You know, it's all good. Um, there was literally just... It's not recent, but whatever. They got their audience with the king. Um, presumably they were talking about their goals and their, um, their specific communities and what was going on now. Um, you know, Felipe and Letizia did just do the tour of Spain, so they did just see these people within the past... I guess now it's been like two months, but um, they have seen them very recently um, and really got a feel for what was going on in each community. But I think it's just kind of probably customary for them to meet with um, the king after winning an election, if that's what they're called in Spain. I don't know. Um, So that was his day. He and... They have a full calendar this week, so more events to come. Um, But for now, we are going to move on to the Swedish royal family. In Sweden, it is the rest of the um, trifecta of birthdays and anniversaries. So starting with an anniversary, um, today is the 47th anniversary of King Carl Gustav taking the throne of Sweden. Um, So after his grandfather died, King Carl Gustav was 27 and became the single king of Sweden. Um, At that point, he was not married. He did not have children. Um... So, very young. I posted some pictures on the Instagram this morning. Uh, you can follow it at the Daily Royal. And it has... He looks like a baby. He's so little. Um, and also, I... I am 27. Um, and so, to be... To think of that... Is bizarre. Like, I can't even imagine... Um, which of course I can't, like, I'm not a royal or anything like that, so of course I can't imagine, but still, 27 and being the monarch of a country, I wouldn't be good at it yet. (laughs) Um, and then, funnily enough, on the same day that King Carl Gustav became king, his future son-in-law was born. So today is also Prince Daniel's 47th birthday. Um... So, to mark the birthday, because Sweden is so lovely and gives us official pictures, um, they published a new photo that was probably taken at the same time as the 10th anniversary pictures in July. Um, And somehow, I think time works backwards if you're a royal, because these people look better than they did 10 years ago. Like, Daniel looks younger than he did 10 years ago. Um, which is great. Like, fantastic. Um, 
So happy birthday to Prince Daniel. Happy anniversary to King Carl Gustav. Um, although I hate saying happy anniversary for situations when you get the crown because someone, you know, died. Um, but it was his anniversary, so we're acknowledging it. Um, and then also today, King Carl Gustav and Queen Sylvia held a meeting with the Swedish Minister for Health and Social Affairs. Any guess what they talked about? COVID. You're right. Um, they spoke about how Sweden is doing in the rebuilding process. And when um, thoughts and plans for Sweden to continue to be safe during the rest of the pandemic. And that Sweden has a plan going into winter when the pandemic is possibly expected to rise again. I don't know. Um, and so with that, that is the end of this podcast. This is possibly the longest podcast I've ever had. But again, very excited about this day. Um, it was really great. I'm really excited for the rest of the week now. Um, I can't wait to like bring you guys along with me. So with that, I will end it here. Um, be sure to check out the Instagram, The Daily Royal, um, as well as the website where you can check your favorite royal family's weekend reviews. Um, and that's thedailyroyal.com. But until then, I will talk to you tomorrow and have a great day. Bye.